Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 31st of May. Today, we're talking rugby league's latest civil war, the AFL schedule shuffle, and finally, Australian rugby saves some face. But first... The French Open has begun. And we Aussies have already enjoyed some success on day one with Isla Tomljanovic scoring a straight sets round one win over Katerina Kozlova. And while women's world number one Ash Barty's campaign doesn't kick off till Tuesday, she was prepared to weigh in on hitting partner Naomi Osaka's decision to boycott post-match press conferences during the tournament. We know what we sign up for as, as professional tennis players and I can't really comment on what Naomi's feeling or, or on her decisions that she makes but um, at times press conferences are hard of course but it's also not something that, that bothers me. Um, you know, I've, I've never had problems um, answering questions or being completely honest with you guys. It's not, it's not something that's ever uh, fazed me too much and um, you know, certainly doesn't doesn't for me personally doesn't doesn't keep me up at night uh, what what I say in here or, or what you guys ask me so I, I try to to make it a little bit lighter and have a bit of fun wow I mean tell us what you really think Ash I am not needy I don't care what you think you're not getting to me the rugby league world is meant to be focusing on state of origin right now the New South Wales side was named yesterday and the team is already in camp while the Queensland team is set to be named today but instead all attention is on the civil war that's brewing in the game. The way they've gone about it is so wrong, it's not funny. You've gone from zero to 100 in the space of a few days. You send numerous amounts of people off the field and just ruin games of football just to prove a point. Injured Rooster star Luke Keery speaking to SEN Radio, voicing the frustration felt by the players over Rugby League chairman Peter Volandi's attempts to crack down on high tackles in the game that has led to sin binning left, right and centre over the past three rounds. But wait, because it gets spicier. Muy caliente! The Sydney Morning Herald reported yesterday that the players aren't just frustrated by the crackdown, they are actively exploring ways to oust Peter Volandi as chairman something that Triple M's Paul Kent simply couldn't stomach yesterday on the Sunday Sinbit. It's just a ridiculous idea. It, it just shows the immaturity of the playing group, the immaturity of the Rugby League Players Association, and for them to have the temerity now to go after the chairman who saved them so much last year, and just 12 months later, they're rallying against him. I cannot believe they are so stupid and so immature to go down this track. Strong words from Kenty, and wouldn't you know it, the boss of the Rugby League Players Association, Clint Newton, was listening and thought he'd give the radio station a call to share his thoughts on the matter. You know, I'm not about uh, overthrowing people. Uh, the players um, are not wanting to control the game. We are about securing the best outcomes for the game, players, clubs and fans. I mean, that's all rather simple. I think we've just got to bring this back into focus. You know, Paul... No, no, no. And, well, if um, you're securing best outcomes, why would you want Volandis removed? That, that's the whole point. Paul, is the fact that that's that's been said, but that's not what we need to focus on. Well, well, focus what do you on, need to focus on then? Oh, starting to get a bit testy. No, no, Paul, you you've you just sort of took it back to to there. As I said, it's not about any well. This is what's decision. driving it, though, no, Clint. No, no, this is what's driven it. I know you're on radio, and I know don't talk to me like that, Clint. Don't talk to no, me like that. No, what I'm saying, Paul, is no. Again, we'll just answer the question instead of all this well. corporate gobbledygook that you're spruiking. Okay, we're starting to get a bit personal. Probably wrap it up there. Tell us in real terms 
what Paul, the problem is. We've had this conversation before, right, about you not allowing people to speak. And if you Clint, if you're going to get me on the show... Well, say something. Say okay. something. Don't well, sit there and talk all this stuff that people, people need a manual to figure out what you're saying. But this is the problem, Paul. Emotion takes control, like you are right now. Let me speak, and then we can work through it. This continued for about 20 minutes. But the point of the matter is that the players aren't happy with the level of input they're having with the way the game is being run. Meanwhile, the NRL is expected to announce today where Game 1 of State of Origin will be played, as Melbourne and the MCG look certain to be ruled out due to the COVID cluster and the city currently being in lockdown. And speaking of Melbourne's lockdown... As the dust continues to settle from the storm created by the latest COVID cluster in Melbourne, one of the biggest events on the AFL calendar is facing relocation. I would like to congratulate all AFL players, especially our Aboriginal brothers, for showcasing Marnbrook football and exciting us all. Wuminjika, Wadanjeti Big, welcome to Wurundjeri country. As part of Sir Doug Nichols' round, the dream time at the G match between Richmond and the Bombers has become one of the biggest games on any AFL fixture and regularly draws crowds in excess of 80,000 to the MCG. But this year, the game's heading west. The AFL is expected to release its Round 12 fixture for this weekend today, with no games to be played in Melbourne, while as many as four could be played in Sydney. But the Dreamtime magic is headed west, with several outlets reporting the Tigers and Bombers will battle it out at Optus Stadium in Perth this weekend. The first two rounds of the Super Rugby Trans-Tasman tournament have been nothing more than an exercise in New Zealand beating up on Australia. But in Round 3, the Aussies hit back. And the dry spell comes to an end in an absolute thriller. And Aussie side has finally rolled a Kiwi outfit in Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. Oh yeah, we won one. The mighty Queensland Reds defeated the Chiefs. Well, not quite champions. I mean, the Reds got a win, but the other four Australian teams all still lost and are winless. So it's less we are the champions, more... And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 31st of May. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.